Well, welcome to the Today Talks podcast, the podcast that educates and entertains, the podcast where you come to laugh and learn. I am so excited to have today's guest with me. I have Miss Shawana Carter in the building, and she's going to be talking about her fabulous and wonderful and empowering organization. But before I get into all and all of that, you know, we got to give a word to our show sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by none other than 810 Tacos, 810 Tacos. 810 Tacos is a high quality premium seasoning pack, a taco seasoning pack brand packed with nine spices that are high in flavor and guess what low in sodium so you don't gotta have no high blood pressure for your uh for the for the flavor to be good for the taste to be impeccable and for you to take your taco night up to the next level be sure to visit 810tacos.com and take your next gathering to the next level today's episode is entitled meeting the needs of the people featuring Shawana Carter CEO founder and creator of Carter's house. And let me tell y'all a little, little, little something about <laughs> Carter's house before I get into the meat of the matter. Carter's house assists families that do not meet the housing criteria, excuse me, criteria required by many assistance programs in most school districts. Customers have to provide a valid ID and current proof of receipt of state benefits to receive uh, assistance. Carter's House was founded in 2013, so they're almost 10 years in, guys. They're almost 10 years in, and with that being said, you know there's going to be a 10-year celebration, and you know my girl going to need some money. So we're going to have all the information on how to give and all that in, in the show. Uh, so it's founded in 2013 to help families provide quality, low-cost clothing, we thought this would be an occasional uniform given out, yet as the years have progressed, we have seen a real need for our service in the community, and we are, are excited to help our community be a better place. Carter's House headquartered in the Martin Luther King Jr. Community Center in Dallas, Texas. You heard it, folks, in Dallas, Texas, and assists families with children ages 0 to 18. So that 18-year-old ain't grown. That 18-year-old is still a baby, and up to 21 if you're enrolled in a state accredited high school so if you're still trying to work it out and get that GED and need a little bit of push the Carter South gotcha in North Texas and they also have annual events so with that being said without further ado welcome Shawana Carter thank you thank you so much for having me on you're welcome girlfriend <laughs> I appreciate it look I like that intro I'm about to make sure I get you to do mine every time I go out and speak <laughs> <laughs> Baby, if you need me to be your host with hostess with the mostest. Baby. I'm gonna need you as the hype man every time somebody say, Can you show up? Yep, but I'm bringing somebody with me. Okay? I know that's right. Well, I'm only a phone call away, Shawana Carter. I got you. I got you. You think I'm playing, but I'm so sincere. You're going to be on the next one. I promise. You have my word, Miss Carter. Uh, to my talkers and listeners out there, I came across this beautiful soul in the streets of Dallas out here doing the work. She does not only talk about it, she is absolutely about it. And in my previous role, uh, we had uh, connections, uh, community connections um, with Miss Carter and her foundation. 
And I wanted to entitle this meeting the needs of the people because in my first encounter with Ms. Carter, she was definitely meeting the pe meeting the needs of the people, providing clothing uh, to the citizens in the Dallas area and the DFW area. Um, she was empowering single mothers. And at the time of our encounter, I you know was a single mother. I had assistance because you know it takes a village, and we'll get into her urban village. So I won't necessarily say single in that six, but since, but I was unmarried and she has, you know, support for those women who are grinding, who are working, who just need that extra little nudge that sometimes you need somebody to watch your baby for a second so you can go to that interview or sometimes you just need a collar shirt and a nice uh, skirt and a nice pair of shoes so that you can get that job so you can provide for your family. And Miss Carter does that. So Tell me a little bit more in your own words about Carter's house. I gave the the professional spiel, uh, but I want to hear from your soul why and how you began Carter's house. Oh, okay. Well, let's start with the why. Um, so we are, you are correct. We are nine and a half years old. So we make 10 next March. And yes, there will be a party. So get ready. Boom. Um, I have done this work full time for I think almost almost eight years. Um, but um, I started this uh, at the time. My ex-husband and I um, had gotten back together after a brief separation, found ourselves uh, financially tapped. Right. We just we both worked. Um, we just didn't have enough money. And we were living in a motel with three of our four children. Um, I think our youngest was two. We had a first grader and an eighth grader. And um, we got ready to start school and I just didn't have the money to buy uniforms. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so I was terrified because this was the first time I found myself uh, not in a stable housing situation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't know what the process was, but I knew my kids had to go to school. Right. I'm a mama. You're going to school. <laughs> I, didn't, I had a whole summer. So it was time to go to school. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, I called the schools where they should enroll and asked, you know, what are my options for assistance? And because we were in a housing crisis, um, the district had a program that would help mm -hmm. uh, with uniforms, two uniforms per semester. However, my first grader qualified because they had those size clothes. My eighth grader was already wearing adult male size stuff. Yeah. Um, and so they weren't used to, they did not, and still to this day, don't serve children that size. And so they didn't have anything. And I had a luxury that most uh, of the parents that I've served over the years did not, do not have. I called home, right? I yeah. simply called my mama and my dad and was like, look, I need some help. And so they were like, all right, cool. We got it. They went and picked him up, took him shopping and all the things. Um, but I started this after after this situation, we got settled, I got our place and um, got a better job, got on my feet. Um, and I had worked in customer service for like 20 years at this point. Been doing it since I had done it since I was like 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And I was in a place where I was kind of like, this ain't it. It's not serving me anymore. And um, literally prayed and asked God, what do you want me to do for the rest of my life? What is it? What's, what's the setup? Like, I don't want to wait till I'm 50 and have to reinvent myself. We're going to do this work. Let's do this work. Yeah. And uh, this was what he gave me. Now, my initial vision, um, and it's still there, is that Carter's house would be a um, 
transitional housing space for families. Yes. Um, but after figuring out, you know, how much it costs to buy a building and renovate and all the laws in Texas surrounding men and children, um, I was like, hmm, Jesus, maybe this ain't it. Maybe this ain't it. We're going to put that on the back burner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not gone. It's yeah. simmering back there. There are some things happening in the background that, that may make that come to fruition faster than I planned on it. Um, but I also knew I needed to get to work. Yeah. And so I reached out to my uh, social media community at the time was all all I had was friends and high, old high school classmates mm -hmm. and uh, put a post up and was like, I need clothes. I want to close some babies. And nine and a half years later, that's still my same sentiment. All I want to do is close some babies. Yeah. I knew I didn't want another parent to feel the way that my ex-husband and I felt when we had to go in that school and ask for help. Mm -hmm. I knew that I didn't want a child to feel how my children did. We're trying to figure out what are we going to wear. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to close some babies. And um, yeah, that's what we did. That's what we do. We've done it uh, nine and a half years now. Um, I served over 10,000 students. And so it's just something that we did. How did I start? Um, yeah, that post was the was the trigger. That was, it. <laughs> that was the saying. trigger. <laughs> literally, literally, Miss Sims. In about two weeks' time, my entire living room was full of clothes, mm. uh, and I had everything. I I had so much stuff you couldn't even sit on the furniture. Yes. Um, it was it was a mess. My ex husband, he was like, "If you bring one more bag in this house, we're gonna have a problem." <laughs> We are going to have a problem. And uh, so I had to get a storage. Mm -hmm. um, and then our first year, we served 20 kids. I love um, that. I, love I was that. working full time and I had one, my kids had one little five George uh, dresser mm -hmm. and it was um, full of uniforms, mm -hmm. top to bottom, separated by size. That's all I had. I didn't have enough money to buy anything else. My daughter still has that dresser to this day. We won't get rid of it because I know what's, what the value is of That's it. That's right. Um, and so uh, the first year was those 20. When I ran out of uniforms, I couldn't do anything else. Um, but uh, we've grown. We've grown way bigger than I ever imagined. Um, that 20 turned into 350 the next year when I did my first back to school event. And from there, it's only gone up. We've gone to, you know, 350 to 500 to 550. And when we first got to South Dallas, we hit 1700 in a year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Lord, I don't know what the world I just signed up for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's do the work. And then <laughs> in the last um, two, no, last three years since the pandemic, we've averaged about 3,500 kids annually. Um, which is a lot. Yeah. I mean, we are a one me, one person <laughs> run organization. Me. Yeah. Um, I have some amazing volunteers. Yeah. Uh, one in particular, Miss Felicia Turner, who's with me most days mm -hmm. and helps me plan and organize and everything else. She can pretty much run my office without me. Um, yeah. but I have shot for re listen. <laughs> if y'all don't have an auntie P, find you an auntie P because that lady. <laughs> Miss Sims, let me tell you, that lady is everything. When she came in my office and uh, volunteered with a group and came back two weeks later and said, God says, stay with you. And she has been with me ever since. And um, she has um, had surgeries and I've had to make her stay at home because she was like, I don't want you in there by yourself. Yes. Um, child, I've been doing this a long time by myself. But there <laughs> are, I have some amazing people, my board of directors. Um, my best friend is my board chair and these people, they ride, 
Yeah. Right. They are right. they ride, ride or die. The true definition. Yes. Yes, indeed. They understand <laughs> yeah. and, and respect the mission and they believe in the work and it makes it easier. Um, starting this was not a simple. It was a simple task as far as paperwork went. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the kid like, you know, I had a high. I, I just started college like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Um, Congrats. Yes. Thank you. Um, and so I had no formal training on how to run a nonprofit or a business. Um, but I have always believed in the phrase, the church I attended at the time when I was making the decision to quit my last regular job mm-hmm. um, and do Carter's House full time. The, the week I was deciding, the um, I was praying and asking God and that week, my pastor preached and said, where God gives, gives vision, he always gives Give provision. provision. Pause. Got it. Say it one more time. Where God gives vision. He always gives provision. God ain't going to take you nowhere. No. Where he ain't made a way. proper preparation for you to prosper in that space. You you said so many things. That I, I want to circle back and Go move forward. forward into that because um, you and your husband, and it, it was very important that you said it was you and your husband because sometimes people look at when people need help, that they're they're a single mom, they they don't work, they're looking for a handout. Oh, they yeah. just you know they have all these ideas, ideas about what it looks like of, and what, yeah, what it of what, be. Help, of what a person who needs help look. I I love that you say that. Yes, mm-hmm. of what a person who needs help look like. You didn't fit the profile because you had a man. That was it. And not just your man, like a boyfriend, you had a husband and you both were working. And sometimes those ends just don't meet. Yeah. I always tell people we had more months than money. Mm, And it just, I mean, it just didn't, you know, sometimes it happens. And and Um, sometimes it just catches up to you in that way. I remember in 2017, I had lost uh, my job and I found myself, you know, college educated and I found myself in a pantry line. Mm-hmm. And I remember crying. I'm yeah. talking about me and my coworker, our grant, you know how grants are. Yeah. <laughs> my grant had ran out and she and I were both single moms and we bought, we both found ourselves at a food pantry and we went, <laughs> let me tell you, it we wanted to not be recognized that we went <laughs> to one. <laughs> we went to a food pantry in a well-to-do area, right? Oh, <laughs> Because, yeah, that's that, real. Isn't that shameful? Like, it, it, but it's real though. It's real. It is. It happens all the time, yeah. and we have this perception that you know nobody should know that I'm going through. And the reality is, we all going we through. All going through. And I, you want to know what the line was out the door? It was working t- class women and mm-hmm. men who just needed help because at the end of the day, our motivation, our children, you had two children. I had a son and it was like, you know what? Swallow this pride. Fuck it up. You know, we're always taught to get it on our own or get out the mud. And you know, the saying goes, if you don't work, you don't eat, but you were working. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's real. That's just the way it looks. You needed help. And I love your organization so much, Ms. Kyder, because you handle people with dignity. Absolutely. You Absolutely. handle them with care. And sometimes you can go to these organizations because 
I just remember 2017, it was a low point for me mm-hmm. going to organizations to make those ends meet. Like I had part of my rent, but I ain't had a rest. Yep. Real, <laughs> real life all day long. Yes. Real life. You know, you got yes. a little bit. You just don't got the rest. I just ain't got the rest. Yeah, yeah. I got the rest. So I was going to these organizations and I was going to these churches and some people made me feel this low. Yep. This and that is a that's a huge thing for me, Miss Sims. Like I've been there. I've been in them lines. Um, you know, I've had to go ask somebody to help pay my rent. I call home, be like, look, I need to borrow some money. I got part of it, but I ain't got all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we 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 it was in our first four years of marriage, Miss Sims, we moved nine times in two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's real life. When I talk to my customers, we are all the way honest, mm-hmm. right? Auntie P is in there and she has four children who are grown, mm-hmm. but um, she'll tell you her stories that, you know, raising four babies and, mm-hmm. and, you know, being married and all the things. And so we try, I, I want to be as transparent as I possibly can and make sure people understand I'm not that far removed from where you are. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I When I tell you, I understand, I need you to know she I ain't understand. making that up. I understand. <laughs> You know, when you fussing, when you talking to me about your kid cutting up and you need help, girl, I got four, and I didn't <laughs> seen everything under the sun but them two young men and them two young ladies. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and sometimes you you think it's only you that's going through it. You're like, yep. dang, why why my my why my son acting up? You know, sometimes you get them phone calls home, and you're yep. like, are they only calling me? You right. Why, why is my phone ringing so much? Ain't nobody else kid acting up at school today. Right, and it's just, I mean. That is, that's the very core part of how I do this work day in and day out. And I won't even lie to your listeners or your viewers and tell them that I'm excited about work every day. I am human. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, between July and September, I quit 25 times a day because I'm tired. <laughs> that's, so That's your peak season? That That's my peak season. Okay. Back to school. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then come again by January when school goes back in. Till about mid-February, I'm busy again because kids have outgrown everything. Yeah. But those times of the year, yeah, I'm walking around all day telling Jesus, uh-uh, I ain't going back. <laughs> I quit. I'm not. I'm not doing this no more. Find me a regular job and I'm going home. <laughs> but it's, it's it, I'm y'all laughing. I'm so sincere. This is, people have giggled at that one statement all this time for the last nine and a half years. She wanted you quit. Yep. <laughs> but I see y'all in the morning. I'll be back same time. That's Meet how you here. know you really love something. It's just like being a parent. Like sometimes you want to uh, throw hands at your kids. That's it. That's but it. But you love them so much. But you love you get up the next morning and make breakfast and get them up. Come on, let's go to school. <laughs> same thing. Exactly the same. And yeah, it's just it's real. And I I am determined that even even as we've grown, um, because at this point, Miss Sims, we do way more than the babies. Mm-hmm. So we have an adult center, which is now in the MLK office. We have a children's center in Park South YMCA, and we have a uniform distribution center in Irving. Yeah. And so in that, even with that amount of growth, mm-hmm. um, I am still determined to be relatable, right? I am determined to make sure my parents understand. I'm determined when you see me on the street, you can stop me and be like, Miss Carter. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop and we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to ask you how them babies doing. Right. And I'm going to check. There are a few that I call and check grades. 
-hmm. There are some who call when they need, you know, other things taken care of and we pass out the resources, but I am still accessible and I will always be that. I will always be relatable. I am never going to be too far removed from the people I serve because I need you to understand. I need you to trust me. Mm. I need you to trust that when you walk in, mm. you know, I got your best interest at heart. Miss Carter, you let me, first of all, I'm, I'm about to throw this pen through the window, <laughs> through this screen. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You first of all, I thank you, thank you, thank you for your work. You said key terms here. You said accessibility. I want to be accessible to the people that I serve. Yep. And you know, in my line of work and how even when we met, I, I'm into community work, I'm into uplifting the community and yeah. I've seen things, I'm sure you've seen things. Mm -hmm. And when you say I want to be accessible to the people I serve, sometimes in these nonprofits, right, it ends up becoming a cash cow. Yep. It becomes a way, but how can... um and, you know, I get more money and get these high profile donors and I'm seeing with the 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 who's who of Dallas. And, you know, and then we get we get because of that, we get separated mm -hmm. from the mission. Um, I just received an email the other day to uh, to attend a function. I won't even give too many ideas. OK, okay. <laughs> but I was sent an email to attend a function that was supposed that is geared towards being a fundraiser for the people. And one of the seats was two hundred thousand dollars. Who's coming? Uh, baby, it ain't me. Oh, <laughs> right. I have the same when it comes to when you're talking money and nonprofits, Miss Sims, um, like I have operated people. I've, I've had people say, Shawana, how do you function? Mm -hmm. Right. Because all money ain't good money. So I don't take all money. Mm. Right. I'm particular. I have a brand. We have an image. And more than that, I have people who are watching me. Right. I have people that I have a standard to uphold to make sure that we stay where we are we are very mission driven mm -hmm. i'm only gonna work in my lane yeah. okay yeah. i'm gonna do what i do i do clothes yeah right i might pay some bills on the side for a couple of seven people but it's not an everyday thing for me um and so i stay where we stay and when you start talking fundraising and money um i mean sims we've had the people who come to us the funders the donors have said well i mean it's clothes it's not a basic need and to that i always say walk around naked tell me what happened Right. But in even more than that, in the situation that you're expressing with the invitation and the ticket prices, you have to be realistic. Now, there are those who say, well, you have fundraisers to attract big donors so they can cut you checks. You don't have those. So your people that you serve can participate. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a family organization. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I got to get somebody to sponsor 10 of my families to come out, they're going to be on site mm -hmm. because they're the reason why I get to work. Because they, again, trust me enough to come in a time of need. Mm. So why would I dare have something and not be able to include them? Shawana. Shawana, shut up and close your mouth and then I'm start just, talking again. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a big deal to me. Like when we, try, when we try to plan stuff yeah. uh, as an organization, people often like, Shawana, you said your price is too low. And I'm like, you're right. They are. But I have people I want to be there. Mm-hmm. 
and, and they got to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawana, uh, we, we have to move forward and I'm just enjoying this so much. You could Maybe. come on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Come on. Who inspires you? Oh, inspiration comes in all forms. My kids inspire me, all four of them, uh, at different levels. I'm watching them grow, and uh, they are 30, 27, 19, and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest two are boys and youngest two are girls. Um, and I'm inspired every day by watching them live life, right? I watch them the entire time. Of course, they've been here, mm-hmm. but watching them grow and progress reminds me, keep going. Um, I'm inspired by my mentors, uh, Erica Moultrie and Francois Booker-Drew, Akila Wallace, those women, beautiful Black women who are also in this nonprofit sector who are putting in major work, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, Shane Woods, people who come in this thing and realize that this ain't, this ain't, this ain't okay. This is real work. And whatever field you're in, you need to love this thing. Um, you know, Tavian Harris, who is in Arlington, Texas, with Seasons of Change and has been over there for over 20 years, like first black woman in Arlington doing housing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching these women progress and grow. And I'm, yeah, I'm in this game and I got some tenure in here. Mm-hmm. But man, these women have done amazing work. Mm-hmm. My parents, I started this thing because of my mom and dad, right? We grew up, my sister and I, when I was initially having the thoughts on this, um, we were talking like, you know, growing up, we didn't even know we was poor. We didn't even realize it. The lights always <laughs> came on. We might have ate ground beef for a whole week straight, but guess what? We ate every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we got, when I, when I prayed and asked God what to do, and this is what came, I literally set my mom and daddy down and asked them, Hey, I want this to be after y'all. Can I use the name? Mm-hmm. And my father was like, yeah. So, I mean, inspiration for me is is just my, my customers are inspiring because I watch them come in my office. I've seen so many of them come in at what would be a low, low, low point in a point that I recognize. Mm-hmm. But then I've also watched them come back and call me and say, Miss Carter, I got my housing or we coming out the shelter this week right. or, you know, I got a job. And the excitement and the belief that this was just a bump is enough to tell me to get up the next day and go to work. That's right. Yeah. Whew, baby, that's inspired me. <laughs> when they come back and you're just like, I was just a piece of your journey. That's and it. I'm just so happy to just be a little piece of your journey. And you're their, you're their inspirational cheerleader, Miss Carter. Um, before we go, I have two last things. Why is uplifting people so important and urgent and then lastly just tell the people how they can give and donate to carter's house absolutely uplifting is important we live in a society where it's not enough of that right we all got something going on so taking the time to remind somebody that this is just minor it really is in five years this won't even matter mm-hmm. right um this is it's a bump so go over the speed bump and keep it pushing um, but I think it's essential to make sure as society has shifted to what some will say is really bad. If we switch that narrative and begin to uplift each other, I think it shifts back. 
That's right. right. It shifts back into what what some of our parents say it looked like for them growing up where community was community. Mm -hmm. And we took care of each other and we made sure that, you know, grandmama down the street, whether her grandkids showed up or not, she had a meal if she couldn't make it out, go get her groceries. Somebody went in the door and took them without her being afraid to open in the front door. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's that's it has to be key. And a lot of things we do for me, it's a personal mission. Um, I, I'm a lover of smiles. And so smile at me. It just, I think it changes days. I think it just, it shifts your whole mood. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's necessary. Um, how do you get in touch? All right. So we are on social media. Do not go to my Facebook page. I remember last time I touched it. Go to Instagram. <laughs> uh, we are on Instagram. Carter's underscore house. I do have a Twitter. Same thing. Carter's underscore house. It's probably not much on that either. Um, Instagram is usually where you find me. Um, you can go to our website at cartershouse.org. Um, it is also how customers can make an appointment on there. They can find our contact information, shoot me an email if they need to make a request. Uh, donors can send the same contact email to me as well. Um, donations can be made on our website at cartershouse.org. At the donate button, it sends you to PayPal. Um, you can use Cash App. Uh, it is dollar sign CH Community. Mm -hmm. um, you can write me a check. Send it to 2500 Romine Avenue, um, Dallas, Texas, 75215. And you can call me because I will meet you for money. Please. She shall will. I will meet you <laughs> for dollars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We'll meet you for money. But no, um, that's really it. People who like to donate items, I'll be real honest and tell you I'm real particular about what we take right now. Mm -hmm. um, what we need at this time is boys' clothes, um, all sizes. We have a, we serve a ton of little boys, mm -hmm. and uh, most moms let our boys wear, wear their clothes until they're about to fall apart, and then we go shopping. So I don't get enough little boy stuff, jeans, uh, sneakers, um, even the baby boy clothes, like mm -hmm. newborns uh, to like 24 months. I need it all. Dress clothes, all of it. Um, so our boys have enough selection. Girls, of course, we buy too much, so they don't mind sharing their stuff. Um, <laughs> but you can make drop-offs any day of the week at our Park South office, uh, which was the address I just gave you. Um, they are open from 6 a.m. until yeah, till 8 p.m., if I'm not in the office, they will tell you, they will direct you where to drop it. Any Now, with the adult center, you can leave adult clothes at our MLK office. Um, and if you get to MLK and I'm not there again, they'll tell you where to put it um, and we'll get it from there. If you'd like for us to make sure we send you a receipt, attach a piece of paper to it with your name, phone number, and email, and I'll get your receipt sent out. But that's how you find me. You can catch me in the community. You can always find me in sunny South Dallas where the sun always shines. God damn it, you, can, <laughs> you can always find me in South Dallas somewhere uh, at an event doing something. Um, we are getting ready for our third annual Harvest Festival, which is our um, our tribute to Trunk or Treats in South Dallas. And it'll be at Park South Y. So I will be sending you a flyer, Ms. Sims, to post. Um, it's a totally free event, mad fun. We do all the contests, the cakewalk. We have costume contests, dance contests. We have giveaways. I'm getting in yeah. the dance contest, period. Girl, come on. Because we have laughed. <laughs> we have laughed. We have laughed. That, that is classic in South Dallas, honey. We have a blast with that thing. But yeah, so we, we have some things coming up. This is the second half of the, the last half of the year, and it always is busy for us. Mm -hmm. So I'll make sure to keep you abreast. You can let your listeners and viewers know 
was popping. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Ms. Shawana Carter. Carter, it has been an absolute pleasure. What you're doing in the community is phenomenal. I want my talkers to know she was also recognized by Matthew McConaughey's organization. And she's also always recognized by the people in sunny South Dallas. And she'll always be recognized by Tanae Talks. Thank you so much. All of her information will be down in the show notes. So please, please give to Carter's house. And again, they need those men and boys always clothing. So please, please, if you can give and donate and don't forget to come to the podcast where you come to laugh and learn the podcast that educates and entertains. Again, today's show was brought to you by 810 Tacos. Visit 810tacos.com where there's high in flavor and low in sodium and take your taco night to the next level. Peace.